Welcome to another episode of Peers Over Beers, your favorite digital and social evangelist podcast with your industry veteran hosts, Chris Tetzel. This podcast starts now. Welcome to another Peers Over Beers. My name is Chris Detzel, and we have a super, super duper guest today. He's a book writer now. Tell us about yourself. Well, I, I, is the term author now? That was that was author. The, so, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I've had so too much I, to drink already. <laughs> well, it's hard to believe it. Actually, I. Uh, it's one of those things. Now, you know, I guess the A in my biography can start with Hi, I'm Adrian Spire, and author, author, I love <laughs> author, it, man. speaker, and community builder. So uh, that, you you have a book. What is yeah. what is that? What's the book yeah. called? It's called The Accidental Community Manager, A Guide to Building a Successful B2B Community. And it only took four years to write, so I'm so happy it's finally done. <laughs> you know, I've known you for a long time, Adrian, and we've, we've I say a long time, at least four or five years. Yeah, um, absolutely. And, you know, we've talked on the phone several times in the past. Now, it's been a while uh, since you and I have had a conversation, but I was, I guess I was... I think you told me about the book several years ago, a few years ago, or said you were working on one. And, you know, when people say that, you're just like, yeah, maybe, whatever. (laughs) You know, like, will that ever come out? But you really actually wrote a book about community management, B2B stuff. And, you know, what, tell me more about that. Like, what, what led you to write this book um, and what it's about and what, you know, what what are you trying to accomplish? Yeah. Great. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's, uh, I think it's always funny. I was telling as many people as I could, I was writing a book also to keep me uh, motivated. And, yeah. and you know, it's kind of like, I don't know about you, but I, I've had some, uh, I've, I've gained weight, I've lost weight, I've gained weight, I've lost weight. Yeah. Uh, but what I found is like, if you're telling people that you're working on something and then everyone's like, hey, so uh, how's that thing yeah. going that you're working on? So people would occasionally be like, hey, so uh, how's that book coming along, right? Yeah. So yeah. Um, really what ended up happening is I, I want to, I think it was, you know, about four years ago, 2018, I want to say. Um, and I just had this idea about putting together all the information I had in, in, in that I'd, I had gained over time. Um, and I knew that one of those things is that if you, if you put it in the book, it's kind of there for posterity in the sense that you know, you, over time, you just forget things. And I, and, and mm-hmm. as I was having great conversations with you and others, I would be like, Oh, let me, you know, that's something interesting. I may, maybe I should cover that. So I sat down and I wrote out this whole um, table of contents. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what, this book will cover everything soup to nuts. You know, I was also, you know, doing some internal training with the folks because I, I work at higher, uh, at the time I was working at Vanilla, which is now higher logic. And, you know, I would do internal training on that team and I would write things down um, and then I also realized too, you know, even talking to you and other folks, they didn't realize my experience in community building. Like they all thought, yeah. oh, I'm a talking head and da, da, da. And, <laughs> and, and, and I've talked to so You're many. You're a stamp people. collector. Yeah, so you wrote, yeah. you have a community around stamps. I, I've had it around stamps and hockey. <laughs> Canada, and Canadian food. stamps. So. Yeah, I had communities on all kinds <laughs> of stuff. And, um, you know, and I was always talking to folks and everyone same, seemed to have the same story, which yeah. was. I was doing X or Y, and then one day someone said to me, hey, you seem like people like you and you're friendly and we need someone to do this. How about you go run our community? And, you know, that 
that term, the accidental community manager kind of stuck in my head early on. I actually bought the domain name, the accidental community manager.com several years ago, because ah. I was like, this is going to be the name of the book. And that was the thing that was the hardest thing was because I knew the book was the title was the, the linchpin of the whole project mm. that was dying inside. Because I wanted people to know the title of the book, but I was like, I don't want anyone to steal it. I got to wait till I, I get this book out because, you know, I mean, how many, how many art of community books are there? I think there's like three now. So you know, I just wanted to make sure that um, the accidental community manager, I, I had kind of a a bit on it. And so the broad strokes of the book were going back in time to my first job in a B2B community. Because I, I had done communities many times, hobby, stuff like that. But yeah, at the time, in, um, you know, in the mid, the mid 2000s, late 90s, there wasn't really a lot of how to build community mm-hmm. or all that stuff. I mean, I think like, yeah, I I, I want to like briefly remember there was some stuff like Jive had been putting out some stuff and there was, yeah. uh, you know, certainly lithium was out there at the time, but there wasn't yeah. really a lot of content out there. And I was like, you know, what would be that book that if a time traveler went back in time and left it on my desk, what would be mm. that book that I want? And the other thing I was like, and, and and Chris, you and I talked about this just before we went on, which was I'm a big believer in niches in the sense that. Yeah, you, are. you need to, you need to, you need to find like, okay, why am I writing another book? I mean, Carrie's got a great book. Jono's got a great book. Rich has written, you know, great books. books. Charles Vogel, you know, th- th- there's tons of community books out there. So what, what was I going to add that? Well, was is there really tons? I mean, that's just well, a few dozens. people. Okay. Yeah. That's not that many. I, I mean, at least a dozen, you know, there, yeah. I mean, so, I mean, what, what was I going to say different or what was I going to bring to the party? And so, yeah. um, Early on, I said, you know what? I'm going to write a very uh, truthful first person uh, and of, of as vulnerable as I could be about the mistakes I've made, mm-hmm. the things I've seen, the, you know, a first person account of advice, not, not too heavy based, not, not, um, I didn't want it to be a boring academic book. Not that yeah. academic books are boring, but I, you know, if you're going to sit down and you're going to learn about it, I want something fun that I could talk about, you know, the time I was in the restaurant biz and how we, um, like I tell this story in the book, I, we were, um, soft launch, right. And we were getting ready to open the restaurant and the lights are on the people are outside ready to come in. And we realize that the pans don't work because the oven, um, the sensor didn't work for the pans. So our manager had oh, to wow. run out and buy all new pans, but we had this rush of people that just wanted to come in and, and do it. And so my point on that was, about the soft launch, you know, with your community and why that's so important. And, you know, just correlated it through that kind of aspect of why it's so important to me and and, and how I saw it firsthand. So I, I kind of weave in all these different stories. Uh, I talk about, you know, uh, being a badminton player in high school, went all the way to provincials and what it was like to step in and replace a star player. Just like if you had to, you know, step in and, and replace a star community person, you know, like if they yeah. leave, move on and like, how do you handle that? Um you know, so there's a lot of uh, little stories out, you know, throughout the book. So I just tried to make it something that you could sit down, hopefully, you know, give people a laugh, maybe uh, maybe they had the tear uh, and, you know, hopefully highlighting a lot. That was the funny thing. When my wife first got the, the copy of the book, she's like, it has to pass the highlight test. I'm like, what does that mean? She's like, well, I know, like when I get a textbook. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, that, and if you look in the hardcover, which I, I honestly love, I know it's a little bit pricier, but it's such a beautiful uh, way that was done uh, it's it's like a textbook so she's like i got to get my highlighter out and make sure you know when you highlight it, it looks good and she's like okay it passes so uh <laughs> the moment the moment that she was happy with it i, I clicked the publish button um 
right after CMX. Unfortunately, I didn't have copies with me. And I know a lot of people were like, hey, I wish you were, you know, could sign. But hey, I promise you, if you buy a book and I'm at any conference that, that you know, with you folks, I'm happy to sign it. And um, I'll be in Vegas in a couple of weeks for the uh, October 17th and 19th, because I don't know when this will be uh, broadcast, but I'll be in Vegas the 17th to the 19th for uh, the TSIA, which is a okay. technology support industry alliance event. And I'll be there if anyone's attending, happy to sign your book and um, hopefully have some giveaways as well uh, of the book if if you're attending that show as well. well I'll be in I'll be in Vegas probably not till November at AWS. I don't know if you'll be there, but just the 17th and the 19th limited, oh. limited time, you know, uh, like Pete Rose, you know, I got my little spot and I'll be signing stuff. And <laughs> I mean, I'm hoping not like Pete Rose, like, you know, being like 80 years old at the mall, so, you know, signing. Baseball. <laughs> Sorry. I ruined baseball, but <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Well, that's, that's quite the story, man. Uh, what, what is it? What is it that uh, at at the uh, end of the day that you're hoping that you or people that read it get out of it? You know, just kind of experience yeah. from you, or what, what's the? Yeah, like any I, specific I love, goals, thoughts? Yeah, around? I have a lot. I have a lot of goals. Uh, funny enough, so my uh, my ultimate dream in life was to get a book done. So I yeah. really, I really That's wanted. Awesome. So I put the way I approach this book is if I never am able to write another book ever again. I got all my wisdom, all my thoughts, all my ideas. I mean, now I have a lot of other stuff like, oh, I should have included that. You know, like I don't talk that much about stamps in in, in this book, believe it or not. What? Uh, yeah, I know. Crazy, it's right? Probably good. Um, but <laughs> I think the-, the I know the you main... love stamps. Don't get me wrong, but- Yeah. Well, I mean, I think the thing is, it's kind of how I started out the book. I want people yeah. to know that um, nobody knows anything. We're all just kind of making it up, trying our best to get through the day. And yeah. there's a lot of- you know, a lot of times people are like, oh, you know, like, you know, so much or so-and-so knows so much about community and I don't know anything. And you know what? We're all just uh, suffering from imposter syndrome and trying to just do our best. And um, I just wanted to create a a book that someone had that kind of just, oh, you know what? I'm running into this problem. Let me, let me see what, you know, Adrian has some advice on it. I, I yeah. never, I never really expect, I mean, I, I trust me. I love the fact people buying the book and they're going to read it cover to cover. Yeah. What I really wanted it to be is that kind of reference book that, you know, if someone was like, oh my God, like I'm taking over a community, what do I do? Or my community's dead, or I need to hire a moderator, or I need mm -hmm. to ask my boss for more money so I can get X, Y, Z, or how do I do a content program? Or what do so you, you know, address I, all that in the book? There, there is, I mean, funny enough, I mean, I probably should have had a better editor in terms of cutting stuff out, but it's 340-ish pages, I think. Um, okay in the, in the paperback, I, I cover everything from SEO to moderation teams, to, uh, choosing KPIs, to, um, selecting a forum software to, it should even have a, a forum, um, you know, building out a well, program. Hopefully you say higher logic or, you know, no, well, you uh, know what, vanilla. Uh, I don't, I don't make any recommendations. I, uh, the only thing that I say is here are the things that you need to ask and you need to make sure that you check the, the, yeah. the point is, yes, I do work at a forum vendor and I have been yeah. since 2013, but with that comes to kind of the, um, see, this is the kind of funny, I, I always say this, this is the, this is the other reason that I did the book. The problem is a lot of people will look at me and go, Oh, you work at a, a vendor. I don't want you. Mm -hmm. And I appreciate you letting me be on this podcast. It's like, oh, I don't want him on this because he's going to try and sell me a platform or try to. I already know you're not going to do that. No, no. But what, what I'm saying is a lot of people like. I, was, did, I don't I was, care. 
No, but I know. But some people will do like, yeah. oh, you're you're out of vendor, so you need to pay a sponsorship fee and and this that and the other. What I wanted to do, this to me is a book of service. So what I wanted yeah. people to know is, if you're going to buy a software, here are the questions you need to ask so you don't uh, have a, a situation. Because I can tell you, um, having been d- doing this a very long time, uh, it happens that someone will choose a platform and not think about data export or data ownership. Or, or they may think about it, but then they don't think about, oh, what format am I going to get the stuff out of the community? Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, they may be thinking, oh yeah, you know what? Maybe I'll migrate and they'll, they'll give me a data data dump of my stuff. But then they find out that the data dump isn't a PDF you know, or something like that, <laughs> which they can't use. And and, and so I kind of- I can't use that. a PDF. Yeah. Well, I mean, try importing a, a community with PDF. I mean, there's I mean, there's a whole bunch of platforms that if you you put your stuff on there, it's never coming off. And like, yeah. I, I have dealt I have dealt with people that have- kind of had to restart their community for the simple fact that the data was kind of just locked in like a hotel California scenario. Um, and I kind of want to, yeah, I don't want that to happen. I don't, I don't. That's a, that's an interesting tip. I I never thought about it. I guess, you know, I've always selected, um, the right vendor, uh, but you know, trying getting your data out is gotta be the single most important thing that a community leader should think i say single most but that's got to be an important thing to think about for the future you don't know that you're going to stick with a vendor forever you know what i mean yeah and 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 then the other thing too is you know i want to give that platform perspective as well we at platforms i'm speaking for all the platforms coros and inside it and everyone no one here wants you to choose the wrong platform yeah, because at the end of the day, if you choose the wrong platform for your 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 objective, what's going to end up happening is uh, the platform vendor will probably get the blame of it. Oh, your your platform sucks because it didn't allow me to achieve my goals. But it's like, well, maybe it wasn't the right platform to start with. And I also address that too because I've had people that will, you know, uh, early on they would choose vanilla to be like a blog platform. Like if you want to do <laughs> blogging, like get WordPress. Don't don't try to turn a form into or Medium or something. Yeah, like it's just it's just a weird. It's a weird thing, and and it's 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 just the same. Like Higher Logic does the association stuff well, and um, you know, uh, I don't know. Like if you go and take a whatever platform it is and try to do something else with it, and you kind of go, oh, this isn't a really good platform for associations. Well, like you know, well that's kind of a no brainer. Like you chose the wrong platform. Um, I, I use Higher Logic, uh, and I've always been happy with what they do, um, and been using them for a long time. Right? You know, yeah. for specific reasons that I stick with them. Yeah, we've, you know, we've relationship talked. Relationship is yeah. So we've, we we've talked about that, but that but that's what's important, right? Like we don't like wherever you end up going next. Like you want to make sure that you're making the, the right choice. Yeah. And yeah. um, you know, uh, certainly I'm the head of evangelism, so of course I love I I I think the platform's great. I love it, and I, I think it does a great job. But at the same time, I don't want people to take the wrong platform and then be like, oh, it 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 it's like it's your fault, and it's like well. Sometimes and and let's all be honest. Sometimes platforms don't do all the things that you want, and there's there's yeah. always going to be gaps. But at the same time, you know, let's go eyes open, and it, hopefully in the sales process, things go well enough that we, they challenge you along the way to make sure that you're you're in the right spot, so that you don't end up with a surprise. And yeah, I think platforms, you know, is an important piece of you know community uh, uh, the community decision, right? Like you know, if you want an online platform, you gotta you gotta buy one and you know, look at the big three or four, you know, it's, it's my recommendation around that. Yeah. Um, well, it's I also important too. Like, I, I also like to point out, it's, it's not just about the platform. Like yeah. that's the other thing too. Like people get, Oh, you're a forum guy. And, and I get it. It's one channel and a, and a multiverse of different yeah, opportunities right. to engage with the community. And, 
Uh, I, I just, I think forums are great from the fact of all the benefits that I see from it. You know, like yeah. I was talking to a sales guy the other day and he's like, oh, this, this uh, customer is on Slack. And it's like, well, how, you know, how do I convince them to migrate off Slack to go into a forum? I'm like, no, it, it's, that's not the conversation you should be having. It's yeah. Slack has a very special characteristic about re- real time and being ephemeral, yeah. really great, like in a, in a, in that immediacy, just like discord and some other platforms are. That's right. But a forum has a whole different angle that Slack will just never be able to do, which is, and you, and you know this, uh, Chris, because you've worked at uh, companies with people in different time zones. It's like a conversation starts at 3 p.m. your time and someone in Australia wants to comment. Well, if it's in Slack, by the time they get around, it might be so far away they missed out and they don't know half the conversation that's happening. But a forum, yeah. at least it's linear. They can see it. Oh, okay. You know, Chris said this and Mike said that and Joan says this and, you know, let's, you know, I can quote them and have that conversation. Um, you know, there's a permanence to it as well. You know, from an SEO perspective, you're not getting any SEO benefits right. from the Slack community. It's, it's kind of yeah. hidden. And, uh, you know, so I don't, I don't see it as an evil. People are asking the same questions over and over. It's not searchable or easily searchable. It's, yeah. I mean, and, you know, uh, but it's an and, right? Like, that's what I, I would say, like, use both. Like there's Slack is good. I love Slack, yeah. but I would never use it for an online community. Honestly, you'd be amazed. Ever. Like, I, I mean, I don't want to call them out, but there was, there was a company. Yeah, I, there is. There is. They they had they had a fantastic community and they shut. The, uh, uh, so let me use the proper terminology. They had a forum that was fantastic and it had yeah. a lot of great great content. And they decided to go to Slack, and they closed it down. And that's that information got lost to the ether. Yeah. And they went to Slack, and about like a year later, they realized they made a mistake. And part of the mistake was they lost all the people and the conversations and all the, you know, all the great stuff that was there. Yeah. And they went back to having a forum and it never, it never recovered. Like they yeah. just weren't because, you know, people didn't trust them and it was kind of really tough and Going it, back it, and it, forth. Yeah. And, it was kind of yeah. sad to be honest. Cause it was a, it was a site I used to visit quite a bit to get information. I mean, I don't know about you. Like I, we use Slack in my company and yeah. you know, there, how many mm-hmm. times have you said, you know what, I know this conversation happened, but I can't find it. Yeah, all the time. I'm like, yeah. how do I, I was doing that this morning, and I was like, uh, just ask and, it again. Yeah, and then you, <laughs> you know, and then and then you try to, you know, oh, maybe I'll use a filter with files and add yeah. who I believe was mentioned in it, and you still don't find it. And I just don't find forums have as much trouble in finding the content. I, I've never had as much Especially trouble. Especially open ones when you can find it on Google, you just do a search and it's there. Yeah, you know, so. So we talked about platforms. You, you you talk about content moderation and you know things like that. Any other things that uh, you want to kind of bring up? Yeah, well, I talk about health and taking care of oneself. I think that's mm. an important um, aspect. And I talked about DEIB, which I thought is really important. You know, because um, what's DEIB? Uh, diversity uh, oh. and okay. inclusion. Um, it's really important because, you know, um, or DEI or however, um, you know, it's really, it's really important that that conversation happened. And I felt, you know, it was kind of important to, um, you know, a book about community to at least have a, a chapter discussing it. And so, so diversity, equity, and inclusion. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Got it. Yeah. Sorry. I had a, a brain it's Friday afternoon folks. So I just Googled um, it, but you know, I had, I had that chapter on it and I, I really relied on a whole bunch of friends within the community space to kind of, you know, uh, check, check it and make sure that I covered all the things that needed to be there and provide some resources, uh, through. So, I mean, um, that, that's the main thing. And, um, 
you know, now, now the next step is just waiting for people to read the book and hopefully start getting some reviews. I'm, I'm both excited and terrified uh, by reviews. You know, it, it, it takes a long time <laughs> to put, put this together. Um, yeah. You know, self-published all out of pocket um, to put it together. Part of that was no publisher would have waited four years for this book. Yeah. Um, and the other thing that's funny is, well, not funny, but um, as I say in the book, you know, COVID had obviously a lot of impact on a lot of people's lives. The only thing that I had that came that was positive out of COVID was this book. The reason <clears> is I, I had a very lengthy commute to work. Um, most people know this. My boss used to always roll her eyes. My old boss used to roll her eyes when I would talk about it. But yeah, it was it, it was a fact of two and a half hours door to door. Just one way? One, each way, every day. Oh so God. that was five hours. So five hours of my day was uh, tied up in commute. And when uh, Vanilla decide to go uh, remote, um, those two and a half hours, I then committed to writing the book before work and after. Wow. So um, I was able to really start to churn. And at the start of this year, I want to say it was January, I, I or maybe the end of last year, I had finished the first draft and I started to kind of go through, the, okay, editing and are, are there things that are missing and, um, you know, refinements and things of this nature. And it was really tough because Honestly, writing the book was really easy. All the real hard work came after the book was finished. Mm. Because hey, here you are, you have this Word document, you've written all this stuff. It's 70, I think it was like 77,000 words. But how do you get it from a Word document into a book? Like, I don't know about book publishing. I never <laughs> thought about it. Um, you know, and I'd love to give a shout out to the folks at ReadSee, uh, R-E-E-D-S-Y.com. If ever you're looking to publish your own book, it's a marketplace. And I was able to... <laughs> Uh, basically find an editor, find all these fine folks to kind of help me uh, format the book into the, you know, the book that you wow. see today. Uh, I found it in the community. In yeah. I mean, yeah. In, in some senses, it was kind of funny too, because the the first round for, to get an editor, I, you're, you're allowed up to 10, um, you know, 10, uh, what do you call it? People that you can ask for a quote. So I sent out this quote to 10 folks and, each one by one rejected the quote wow. rejected in the sense that they're like, I, I, I don't know anything about community. I, this is not, uh. a, this is not saying I'm interested in, I don't think I can help you. And then there was one guy, his name was Gregory Newton Brown. Uh, fantastic. guy. I can't say enough good things about him. He he's a freelancer who works at Harper Collins and random house. Um, so he said, I'm going to work with you on this book. And I'm going to make it happen. It was a real partnership. We, we had some zoom calls. He really <laughs> got it. And what was great is, I had shared this book with some some folks in the community space that read it before, and they they kind of got you know were kind of giving me uh, tips uh, like uh, well I'll give credit like Carrie Melissa Jones and Nicole Devilites, awesome. uh, who read through and were like oh you know what this isn't clear or maybe you want to expand on this or maybe I would rearrange the chapters like Nicole pointed out to me like I didn't have anything about private communities right because a lot of mm. people about private communities and she's like yeah. you've, talked, you've talked about public communities but you haven't talked about private communities I'm like you're right I'll add a chapter on that so you know a lot of the blind spots but what was great about Greg is he came at it from something that I couldn't have which was someone who wants to build a community with fresh eyes and he would point out stuff like oh this is an acronym or this isn't clear or oh. you know uh, this doesn't make sense to me. Can you, can you expand on it? Because, you know, you get so in inside baseball that any yeah. expert in community would, would kind of uh, gloss over and not notice it. So Greg was doing a, a, a really great job and then he was able to format it into the format needed. So he, he got the word document all the way to, to, uh, you know, with the margins and all that jazz, yeah. like, who are you publishing with? And I'll set it all up. 
And then I found this wonderful fellow in uh, Ireland slash Spain. I'm not really sure where he lives. I know he's Irish, but <laughs> Spain. And uh, he designed the cover of the book and we went back and forth. But I mean, he he just did a fantastic job. Um, and uh, it all just kind of, kind of came together, together really quickly, to be honest, after that. And it was kind of one of these moments where each step of the way, I kind of get a, a bit of anxiety because it's like, okay, well, what, what do I do next? Right. Yeah. Like what, what happens That's next? Great, though. And uh, yeah, so it moved, it moved really quickly. Cause I think in, uh, were you in Memphis at clicks? No, I didn't get to go to that. Okay. So when was that? It was April or February, April, something like that. Yeah. yeah. So, so that was, I added one chapter at that time. So yeah, just to give an idea of timeline. And then over the summer was when I was doing like the final editing, mm. Greg and all that jazz. Um, you know, I, I had it ready in Amazon for a bit, but here's the thing. I didn't want to sell anything without physically seeing the quality of the book, right? So yeah. I, want, I wanted to get a copy. I got it in my hands. I was like, okay, it's good. You know, it, people are going to put hard-earned money. I want to make sure that it, it it looks the quality. And the second I was happy with it, I clicked the publish button. That That's that's, you know, that's, that's kind of what I was waiting for. And I, I, I literally pressed the button after I got off the plane from CMX because yeah. here's the thing. I'm up in Canada. I live in, in Montreal. And... The thing that's crazy is I ordered the books at the end of August and they only got to my house like when I got back. So, Are you shipping these books to people when they order it? Is that how you? No, it, so they oh, can okay. order, yeah, it can be ordered from Amazon, okay. Barnes and Nobles. Uh, it's available on the Kindle and Kobo uh, on um, at the Apple uh, bookstore. Um No, I, 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 you know, the only, the only thing that, and man, I have learned so much about the book business. Uh, so, sure. so I have to I have to apologize to all Canadians because I um, I'm Canadian myself as as I mentioned and uh, I don't really control the pricing which is really strange. So I yeah. set a price right like there's a UPC code on the back, but yeah. Amazon can decide and and Jono's is is really funny. You'll see sometimes he'll share like hey my book's on sale on Kindle because they just decide like they you don't have control over it. Like huh. uh, right now I think the hardback um, twenty eight bucks or something. Well, here, I'll give an example. Um, the Well, it, it, the U.S. price is pretty much what I set it at. But in Canada, okay. for example, it's $52 for the hardcover. Oh, but it's really $37 if you buy it from Amazon. Uh, but I had set it lower, but they kind of control it based on exchange rate and all that jazz, even though I okay. want it to be lower. Um, but uh, I just got an email from Chapters who's promised me. So chapters is, is our Barnes and Nobles. I mean, they're yeah. not affiliated, but it's kind of like the alternative to Amazon and Canada. So um, chapters, I, they have to manually add my book. I know we live like in 2022, but you know, there's someone that has to actually like manually type it in. They told me that the book should be there in about two weeks. Um, so that, two weeks. Uh, yeah, they, they have to manually type in okay. the information, but I mean, the, the ebook version is um, you know, and that's the other thing too, that I learned. Um, you don't need an Apple or an Amazon device to use the Kindle. If you if you have a smart device of any kind or tablet, you download the Kindle app and you can download the electronic version of the book. Um, personally, I mean, I, you know, I'm not saying that because I want people to spend the money, but the hardback to me is the the nicest version of yeah. it. Because it feel it feels it's got that heft to it. it. Feels like a textbook. The way it's kind of also funny too. To I'll be honest, and Adrian, you don't have to apologize. You know. You want people to buy the book, so yeah, I know, but I'm Canadian, book, so it's, right? It's so fun. 
I, I, yeah. I'm Canadian, so we naturally apologize. But what I find funny is, to me, what makes me laugh is it looks like a textbook and there's swear words in it. So I should want, you know, this isn't a book for kids. You know, there are some uh, curse words because, you know, life is full of them sometimes. And it is. Yeah. You know, I, I, I wanted to have some fun. Like, I wanted to give people a chuckle. So, um, you know, I think like one of the chapters is uh, the complete shit show. Like, I, I don't know I if I'm swear on your. Yeah, podcast. you are. Okay. Well, that's good. So, yeah. I mean, I say you know, stuff like that all the time. So, yeah. So, I mean, you know, I wanted to, like, what happens if you, you have a complete shit show that you have to deal with? Or, um, you know, I also want to talk about like, what if you have a support community uh, or a product community and some of the, the advice in that, you know, because, mm-hmm. um, and I think you've, you've worked in support communities a while, but I wanted to remind, you know, especially someone new to the community yeah. business, you are not a support agent. You know, that's, no. it, it can be very easy to fall into that if you're brand new to the community. And someone says, okay, we're doing a support community and, and you're going to answer these support questions. Well, wait a second. I'm a community manager. My job yeah. isn't support. I, I'm happy to build the community and make connections and, and and kind of be the conduit. But my job is not support. I'm not a support agent. Yeah. Um, and I, and I re- that's the kind of stuff that's in the book. I want to give, um, you know, I, I tell early on, one of the biggest uh, regrets I had early on in my career was I didn't, A, I didn't know better, but B, I didn't have the confidence, you know, like I knew things were being done wrong in the community, but I was kind of like, well, that's the boss and that's what they want to have done. I was measuring stuff I shouldn't have been measuring. And, yeah, you know, they had me doing all kinds of creating fake profiles and having conversations oh. with myself. And, I, and, and like, I didn't know any better. I'm, you know, I was early twenties, just out of school, you know, kind of thing. And it's like, okay, well, you want fake profiles? Sure. I'll, I'll, I'll create fake profiles. Sure. And, I'll have that conversation and like, I mean, Hey, these are marketing executives. They, they know better than me. So I'll, I'll just, I'll, you know, do as told. And, you know, and, you know, at, at the same time, I, that's on me, right? Like I, I, I take full responsibility in the book, like as the commu- the head of the community at the time, it was on me to say, wait, this isn't the way that we should do it. But I kind of took a, a, a passive seat and kind of yeah. followed uh, along, but I want to tell people, Hey, don't do this. Cause I, I, there's a lot of people that say, Oh, you know, uh, um, oh, you should just make some fake, you know, here's the thing. If you have to, if you have to create fake conversations, maybe the concept for your community is not a good idea because yeah. maybe people don't want to talk about it. That's right. You know, if you can't find at least someone and, and here's the thing, like you've, I mean, and, and that's the other thing I want to underscore. This is a book about B2B communities. Like I know there's going to be people that are going to come at me like, well, it's not true for nonprofit or it's different and this, that, the other. Um, what they creating fake profiles is probably pretty true amongst most communities right but what i mean is this if you're a b2b community you have a community around you right the community exists there's people that are you know obviously there's an audience and then there's a community right there's folks that are going out there whatever product that you're you're working on selling they're talking to one another be it in user groups or linkedin or reddit wherever that's happening so they're looking for people to talk to about the product because either they need help they need something to, to get done right yeah, like I understand oh, yeah. a consumer product that's brand new that no one's ever heard of. I understand. But I mean, if you're Adobe or you're, you know, name, yeah. name whatever brand you want, they've got a community where conversations are going to happen, where that conversation could occur. And I'm saying, hey, well, you know, you should be able to find folks to seed your content or or or, or possibly best folks to come in and have that conversation, right? Like it's it's yeah. kind of a no-brainer. Wow. I can't believe you wrote a book. <laughs> that's pretty awesome. I, I can't believe it either. I mean, to me, uh, it's. Uh, I think it's great, man. Whenever you uh, you posted that, like a couple of weeks ago or something, and uh, I was like, Adrian wrote a book. Wow, 
<laughs> That's pretty awesome. Um, where can I know you mentioned where we can find it, but what's the name of the book? Uh, just to kind of end it here, but name of the book and uh, um, where you can get it and all that kind of stuff. I'll put it up here, you know, for those that visually can see it. So it's called The Accidental Community Manager, A Guide to Building a Successful B2B Community. Um, it's available at all fine bookstores. Um, and actually, the easiest way is just go to my website, adrianspire.com. Um, and there's a link with a little icon for a book. I also have a newsletter if people are interested that, you know, ar around the book when things are happening, because, you know, I hope to be out there and talking about the book and would love to hear from folks. And if you're listening to this and you've read the book and you think it's worthy of a review, I'd really appreciate it. Um, yep. One, because, you know, like I said, these are the things that you learn about the, the book industry, but the reviews are so important for discovery. And, yep. uh, you know, like I, I'm very thank. I just also want to say, I'm very thankful for you, Chris, and, and the, just the larger community of community professionals that have supported this book, bought it, taken selfies, you know, shared it all over social that they'd bought um, copies of the book. But I also want to get to those folks that are brand new that don't know us, you yeah. know, like, as you know, right, there's so, how many times have you heard this or someone brand new starts in community and they're like, oh, I didn't realize it was a thing. I didn't realize there was an industry. I didn't realize there was a show. I didn't realize that. Right. So for me, the reviews will help those folks that are maybe, you know, brand new to community and they're searching and they find a book. Like I don't buy stuff on Amazon without a review. So it's really yeah. important to me that. Um, you know, hopefully it's worthy of five stars and people think it's a great book and, and, and want to leave that, but you know, I'm a big boy and I know that that doesn't always happen. Um, yeah, but, feedback you know, I, is, is, is a gift, right? Yeah. So we all need that and certainly for the book and for your next one, you know, what to do yeah. or not. Well, I, I have some, I have some plans. I have some plans. I, okay. uh, you know, hopefully it doesn't take four years, but you know, well, you know what? I have a recipe now, so I, you know, I think. Well, here's where I'm debating. I have I, potentially another book around community stuff or a, not, a, a fiction book about uh, a murderer and some money hidden in the walls. Oh. And it's a very intriguing story that has uh, also wow. been on, on you know, that, that's also been around for four years as well. So oh, really? now, now that I've picked one out, it's kind of like, oh, now I have time to work on the try other. But <laughs> yeah, we'll try saying, well, you know. I don't. I was talking to someone the other day about this. I don't know if people know this, but Anthony Bourdain, besides writing books about cooking, also was a mystery thriller uh, writer. He, he's written mm. a couple of books that you—they're actually pretty good. Um, and I was kind of skeptical at first. I'm like, well, "What does a a chef know about the mobs and all this stuff?" But the books were really well written. I enjoyed oh. them. They're they're kind of like trashy novels you read on the beach, but I mean, they're they're I, I enjoyed it. Um, yeah. You know, so I thought, hey, that that'd be fun to do. But I mean, hey, once you kind of break the seal and figure out all the things you need to do, like I've got the recipe, so it's just now you know how to do it. Yeah. yeah, it's. I think that's remarkable, and uh, you know, unfortunately, we have to cut this. We have to go, but it's remarkable that one, you had this idea, and you not just executed on the idea. You you found the people to help you kind of do it, and it's self done, and it's that's a remarkable story, Adrian, and, and you should be proud of proud of that and and i'll definitely um make sure to buy the book probably right after the call i have here coming up and i'll push that into the uh podcast link and also to the youtube link so adrian thanks so much for coming on to the show and, and congratulations on your book no i appreciate it thank you so much for having me and uh thank you everyone and i look forward you know and at some point in person uh meeting all the folks that read it and sign in their copies or, you know, tell me the bits that you love the most or your own personal story about um, Absolutely. You know, being an accidental community manager. Love those. <laughs>
Well, thanks everyone for tuning in to another Peers Over Beers. I'm Chris Detzel and I'm Adrian Spire. Thanks, Adrian. Thank you.